Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely hear where you're coming from, and I, and in a sense, I definitely agree with it because I'm thinking like, you know, we've been married forty, we we married forty years, fifty years, like, what the fuck am I doing that you ain't seen before? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, I've been surprised you for forty years, and you looking at me like, what's next, yeah. nigga? What? <laughs> I want you to jump out of a plane with clown shoes on with my name underneath of them with a banner attached to you that says, I love Sandra so much. And then once I do that, what's next? Die? No, that's not a good surprise. Die and and the last word has to be you? Your name? Yeah, my my last breath? Hey, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon, and I am joined once again by the fabulous, my fabulous partner and co-host. Hey, y'all. It's Yandra. Welcome to the Buffet Podcast, where we continue to give you that endless food for thought. Come eat with us. Big thoughts. We started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating. Our conversations will range from lighthearted and comical to serious and thought-provoking. We both have backgrounds in mental health, and we are young Black professionals based in the Houston, Texas area. So we know just enough to come up with the questions, but not enough to have all the answers. You can expect for us to be real, raw, and sometimes spicy. Hey, okay. So what are we talking about? Oh, first and foremost, before we get into that, let's go ahead and get us a little sip. Yeah, a little sippy sip. Clink, clink, clink. clink. Yeah. Tastes like juice, just like how I like it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of limit lemonade with some alcohols in it. Mm-hmm. Lemonade with a little bit of that simply spiked limit uh, watermelon on top. Ooh, a juicy. It's not an ad. Fruity. Liquor experience mm-hmm. But let's get started with our date night I feel like I went last So you can talk about a date night that you enjoyed recently Flip flop Okay flip, sure flip, uh, Flip flop flip, flop, flip, flop I think Didn't we talk about this during our, uh, our last episode that we, that we were going to I don't think we mentioned it But yeah recently uh, This past week we went to this uh, Author's talk Mm-hmm. My, it's my first one ever I've never been yeah. before Oh my god I felt so Learned And well read Even though I've never read the book but. <laughs> So it, it, we went to see Kev on stage And his wife Miss Kev on stage mm-hmm. um, And they dropped a new book And it's called Marriage is Hard Marriage be hard or Excuse me Marriage be hard You know what I'm saying If you know you know Yeah Yeah so they Just gave us like a Like a background on the book, what made them write it, why they wrote it, why they wrote it, how they wrote it, and uh, it was a good time. My man's uh, Kev's funny, fragrant, in, in the in the house of the Lord, in the house yes. of the Lord. But it was they was, was, was they was catching themselves. I put it that. Thank you, babe. There was, yeah. So I we got we got to hear from both Kev and his wife. Yeah, I think that was a good time. It was a surprisingly good time. It's a lot, lot of melanin out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just sitting down and just getting a perspective from from especially from people who are not like OD older than us. Mm-hmm. I mean, like they're like within our generation. Mm-hmm. So it was it was interesting to see you know 
that topic being spoke about in a positive but also a realistic light from somebody who was like, I could have went to school with you. Yeah, that's well, college, not me, because I'm a younger woman. I mean, yeah, sure. But yes, you could have. They're definitely in our peer group in a lot of ways. Um, I also appreciated about the event, like the the crowd, like other people there who are interested in learning about relationships and thinking about relationships and how Mm -hmm. to improve their relationships. And it's black relationships too. It wasn't like like we like we give you. I was a gang of women, and then like some women's men. Mm-hmm. Or you know maybe some men who really really like Giveon too, but for here it was a good mix of of both, and it was mostly couples mm-hmm. and you know people who are either in relationships or married, young and young and older stuff like that. But mostly, I feel like it was mostly in that that I want to say twenty five to forty forty five yeah. crowd. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Like that was the, the crowd that was there, and also we bring up the book because we're going to read it. We got mm-hmm. copies of the book at the event, so we're both going to read it and talk about it in a future episode. So if you want to read it with us and get a head start on it, please do. I'll post on the Instagram the book information, um, so you'll have an opportunity to kind of look at it, see mm-hmm. if you would be interested in it. It's relatively short, like two hundred pages or so, and it's twelve conversations about relationships um, and about how to like navigate some different things. So yeah. we'll probably take a chapter or something and, and spend a whole episode talking about that particular chapter and the themes there. So read along with us. Marriage be hard. Twelve conversations to keep you laughing, loving, and learning with your partner. Mm-hmm. Kevin and Melissa Fredericks, aka Kevin on stage and Mrs. Kevin on stage. See. That was some good promo, babe. I know. Shout out to them. This is, we were not paid free, but you know, if somebody from the team sees this and want to reach out, reach out, and then we can set something up. But you already got the promo, so I guess you've already went to it. <laughs> yes, yeah, <too> late now. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Ready for our first plate? Yes, let's get into it. Amuse, boosh. Okay, so for our first plate, I'm going to play a clip per use. Y'all so cute. <laughs> we know it. How long Granddaddy been greasing the scalp? <laughs> How long we been Years. together? <laughs> Years. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cute. In case y'all, you know, if y'all only on the, on the audio only version, you know, they they asked the question was like, "How long you been greasing your scalp?" Because the the husband was literally greasing his wife's scalp. Um, and he said, "How long we've been together?" And they've been—they're an older couple because you probably you won't be able to see the video. Yeah, and she's they, eighty, he's they, eighty-five. Yeah, and they've been together for like forty-five years or something, mm-hmm. something wild like that. And apparently, they've been, been greasing the scalp that long, ever since. Ever since, all my life to this day. Yeah, he's been greasing. He's been greasing scalps longer than some of us. Hey, been most, alive. most of the people who Both listen to this been been alive. Yeah, been alive. Been alive plus some. Mm-hmm. A little bit extra on top. Yeah. Damn, like it was a whole teenager before I was born that he'd been doing that. Yeah, that he'd been greasing scouts. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. What do you think about that, babe? Is it romantic? From my current understanding now, yes. It is definitely, it is, uh, I, I would say it is romantic. It definitely is. It, it, it's, it's definitely intimate as well. Mm-hmm. Building intimacy. Because, you know, Within the community, greasing scalps, you feel me? Like, it's, it's one of life's pleasures. Like, to have, get that, 
that, like the scalp massage is one thing. I'm sure we can all agree with that. But the scalp, like greasing of your scalp, oil in the scalp, that hit different. And you know, get it, and then for somebody that you care and love to do it for you, like chef's kiss, for sure. Big facts. Yeah. How about you? I agree. I think it's definitely very intimate. I think that it it shows a level of care that people typically reserve for, like babies. Like it's something that I can That's do. True. For myself, I'm clearly capable. Mm-hmm. It's not a problem that I wouldn't be able to do. Like, but the fact that you're willing to do something for me that I can clearly do for myself, that you're willing to sacrifice that time and like be intimate with me in that way. Because if if you're watching it on YouTube or if you're just listening to it via the audio, it's like the traditional like kid getting their hair done. She's sitting on the floor in between his legs while he's greasing her scalp, and I just feel like that level of intimacy and that level of uh, caretaking for your partner is always romantic because you don't do that for anyone else again besides a child like you're not going to do sure that for any other person and I feel like maybe a part of what romance is for me now that maybe it hadn't been in the past is like the things that I will only do for you mm-hmm. nobody else is going to get this level of service care commitment from me and so that's what makes it romantic is like it's okay. for you. I hear that. So, would would that mean? So, let's take a quick step back a little bit. And this, how would you define romance? That's a good question. I mean, I think that definition that I just offered of like something that I would only do for you. Okay, it's romantic and intimate in the sense of like it is a service being offered, an experience being had, and exchange that is reserved for this relationship and that's what makes it romantic it i guess like the uniqueness of it is a part of what makes it romantic and the the element of i want to say surprise but also just like excitement like i don't know if it feels special then i feel like it's romantic romance is something that is special Uniquely catered to and crafted for the person who's receiving it mm-hmm. and is exclusive to that person. Okay. What would you say? I agree with that, but I guess I, I agree I agree in general with your definition, but I guess you said that it is a surprise, which I agree at first, but 45 years later, are you still surprised that he's like that your, your scalp gets greased by your husband? Like, no, so I guess that doesn't fit. It's a. I feel like it's still a romantic gesture because oh, yeah, it fits absolutely, two, absolutely. two thirds of the category, two thirds of the uh, definition in terms of like it's uniquely crafted for mm-hmm. this person. It's something that that is special and um, exclusively done for that person. Okay, okay. So what the criteria that you indicated, all of those things indicate something that's romantic, but like it don't have to have all of those things, like for something to be romantic. Yeah, like if it's romantic, it probably has some. Like it probably falls within these mm-hmm. categories, but all of these things don't. Have to make it okay, yeah. Then, then I agree. I thought you were trying to say like it has to be this, this, and this for it to be romantic. I was like, well, I'm surprised. Like maybe the first couple of times you do it, but if it's something that's consistent, like it's not. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So okay, I agree with that. But uh, for me, I guess so I would. I think my ideas of romance have changed significantly since I've 
grown older and been in a relationship, like a serious relationship, uh, I think that's just mostly just because what I've been exposed to, what I've seen. I mean, like you can't I guess you don't really understand it until you're in it. It's, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's one of those things uh, in romance. So my only point of contact with romance was either seeing my parents and or what I see in like the media, what mm-hmm. I see in movies and so like, and what we see in movies and what we see in media is a very feminine, female centric view on what romance is. It is like romance movies is for, is it's not for men. It's like this is not for you to see. Like this is for you to be brought along by your girl to see and kind of sit through. It's not it it is this it's the things that women find like attractive, something that they like, because it's always a guy doing some wild, overt shit to, for the for the woman. It's not, you know. So for me, it always seemed one sided. I always so when I think romance, I'm like, oh, some shit I got to do to make a woman happy. Hmm. So for so as I grew up, I was like, eh, okay, cool. I guess it's just like a an obligation that I have to do to make sure that my woman is not pissed off or angry or frustrated or you know that feels whatever she feels she needs to get from this situation. It's not something I. I don't really get anything out of the act except for like the result of what I did. So I did something that made you feel good. And then in return, you do something like you, you know, provide me with, you know, hugs and kisses and, and, you know, sex and things of that nature. And like, it just, it just seemed like a fee that you have to, like a membership fee that Mm. you gotta, that you gotta, that you gotta charge, that you gotta pay to be in a relationship. It seems wild when I, when I, when I, uh, said out loud like that, but that's what I that's what I thought and believe. So that's why I go through, um, yeah. So, but once I got into like an actual relationship and stuff like that, you know, it, I started to recognize that you know romance goes both ways. However, romance doesn't necessarily look the same for both for you know, for both sides. And I think that was a large a kind of a disconnect that I had to kind of work through myself and just in a sense of like. If this is where romance is supposed to be, i.e., like what I'm, what is expected or what I see is done from man to woman, I don't give a fuck about none of that. So, like, is something wrong with me? Like, am I am I not a romantic per- person? Mm-hmm. So, I just had to like kind of, I guess I just I just do this thing because I know you, you know, you like it or you you want it. Okay, cool. And then when you do it for me, you're like, yeah, I appreciate it, but and I understand like the thought that came behind it, but I. You don't give a damn about mm-hmm. about none of this, but you know, it, it, the longer I got been in a relationship, and more I kind of saw and witnessed and kind of educated myself, I guess, a little bit on is just the more I realized like romance looks different for different people, and flowers for you could be like scout, you know, like putting oil in my scalp because you know I got the my luxurious locks. I love that shit. So that's what I've recognized it. Uh, about romance is that it looks different for different people and the willingness of the partner to acquiesce to what that romance means for you, for your partner is romantic. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I get what you're saying, but one. I don't know if you ever gave a definition. So from, okay, good point. I think for me is, I think for me, romance, Romance is anything, either action statements or uh, behaviors that enhances 
closeness and intimacy, whether that be doesn't necessarily have to be like physical intimacy, like sex and stuff like that, but just like and like it elicits an emotional response in a positive manner, like to, of care and affection in a romantic sense. Because you know you can care, you have care and affection for like your friends, but like from like a romantic, like damn, I like. I chose this person for like you know for life mate per thing like so anything that like enhances that feeling or that uh, emotion for me is romantic. So if I if I were to give you an example of mm-hmm. like for me like for like. I enjoy anything in which makes my life easier. Anything that is that shows both care, thoughtfulness, and also makes my life easier. And that can be some that can be some as easy as like after I get done, you know, having like two, three sessions back to back. I'm tired. I'm hungry. I come out and you got like a snack right there ready for me. I like that shit. Like that shows that you care for me. That I'm like I'm like oh, she really fuck with your boy. She was thoughtful. Not I know you got your own shit that you got to be doing. And she took time out of her day to really do something. For me, and I I find that to be romantic. Mm-hmm. For me, okay. I think it's interesting that in our definitions, they are tailored to our particular like wants and desires as it relates to romance. Because the element of surprise is important to me. I like to not know that something is coming. I mean, I guess that's a part of what you're you're saying too. It's like your if you expected the snack to be there, it wouldn't have the same effect. Would it still feel romantic if you were like, she knows I have two or three sessions. She's probably going to have a snack. Would that still feel as romantic or is it that? No, because at any point you don't have to do none of this shit. Like if you, if you've been doing it for, you know, uh, three months straight and then on the, on, and then on the fourth month, you don't do it. I might be like, Oh, you know what happened? But at the same time, I'm not mad at you for not doing it anymore. It's mm-hmm. just like, I know you were going out of your way to do this for me and that, which I greatly appreciate. And if for whatever reason that has to change, okay, cool. What, you know, I wasn't, this is not something that I have an expectation of you of you doing within the relationship. Like if you never did it, I would I you I wouldn't have I would have not excuse me. If you never have done it, if you had never had done it, I would not have brought it up as an issue. Like it would never it would never have been a thing. I would never give you no no silent treatment like mm, mm, you don't care for me like type of shit. Like I don't expect you to do these things for me, but the fact that you do do it, it's like mm, I like that. You know, I appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate that. It shows to me that you care, that you give it, you know, you, you want to keep your man's fed and I fuck with you. I like that. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, I okay. hear that. I guess one of the things that I'm thinking in response to that is just thinking about expectations, about like what we expect for the person that we're with to do for us and how ro- like there may be certain romantic Expectations. Does that make sense? Like yeah. expectations of how someone shows up for you romantically. Mm, that's true. I hear that. And how much of those expectations are maybe, again, like, I, I don't want to say misguided, but are externally uh, influenced. So, like, your expectations of romance are based off of things that you've seen, heard, secondhand, but maybe not had firsthand experience with. Mm-hmm. And so... Getting to a place where you define romance for yourself sounds like it takes a little bit of experience. Yeah. But also, I'm curious if there is a way to... 
universally defined romance for like you know what I'm saying? Like for the masses. Like no, what I don't what think so. what does the dictionary say romance is and how can we make that that general kind of definition be a working definition for most people? I have it pulled up if you want me to read yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. I got that's what I do. Okay, according to Oxford Languages, mm, okay. romance as a noun is a feeling of excitement and mystery associated with love. The second definition is a quality or feeling of mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life. Say that one again. A quality or feeling of mystery, excitement, and remoteness from everyday life. So it's some special shit. Mm-hmm. Similar mystery, glamour, excitement, colorfulness, color, exoticism. Okay. I, could, I, I think that that could be romance, but I don't think that that is romance. Does that make sense? Like, I think that that can be a, a definition for romance, but I don't think it is the definition for romance. Because mm-hmm. again, romance looks different, but your question was something that's general for the masses. So in that sense, yes, I would say, I, th- I think that's a good working start for what romance is. And at the very least, I believe that that's what most people would agree is ro- romance, or at least they would recognize it as romance. I mean, I think that the remoteness from everyday life is a part of it. Yes. Like the romantic gestures that stick out in my mind are things that I'm not expecting. Mm -hmm. So it has to be, at least for me, it has to be something that I wasn't expecting because that element of surprise adds to the romance. Okay. So so I guess we're coming right back to that that original question. If it's, if it's removed from everyday life, but if you're, and you're doing this thing, so does that mean that what, uh, my man's was doing for his wife for the last half decade or half decade, half a half a century. That's no longer romantic because like every time you get your hair, like you get your, you need to get your hair scalp, hair scalp, your hair oiled. Hair scalp. He's there. He's, he's going to do it. Is that a surprise? Is that something that is, is that removed from everyday life? You've been doing it for, you've been doing it for 47 years. So now, my man's ain't romantic no more. <laughs> if it, I mean, to me, maybe not. It's, I think it's a, an, a gesture. It's something that I would appreciate. But that wouldn't be enough for me to be like, oh, our relationship is so romantic because he greases my scalp. No, that wouldn't be enough for me. So it's a, it's a drop in the bucket, but it is not filling up the bucket. I mean, I'm not saying that you're going to make that like... I'm building like my whole like current love and like appreciation for this man just off of like this one action that he does. I'm not saying it, but I'm saying like, hey, do, would you describe your relationship as romantic? And you're like, yeah, cool. Like, give me some, give me some, some justification, some examples in mm-hmm. which uh, you know you, that helps you build that case for you believing your relationship to be romantic. Would the fact that he he scalps scalps my head keep saying going, keep going? I don't know why this imagery is in my head right now, but. You oil really the scalp about Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. Well, it was really because it's you. You put it. We not. We not. We not going to do that today. Would you describe? Would you say, hey, that he he oils my scalp and he been doing it for x amount of time? 
this is one of the reasons as well as boom, 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 boom. Or would the fact that he's or your scout for all this time, would that not make the list? No, it would make the list. So let me say, let me add to it that consistency and surprise have different like forms of currency or like are different forms of currency, but also have shared value. I don't know if that made sense. They both have value. Mm-hmm. There's value in being consistent. So the fact that you have done this for 47 years is romantic because it's something that you started and you didn't stop. It's the same thing for like a couple where the husband brings flowers every week or does like has this romantic gesture that he's been able to maintain for years, regardless of whatever situation has arrived in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, like that kind of consistency is inspiring because of the time that you put in and, and that is romantic. But the element of surprise when something is new and novel, I think, has a greater currency because you haven't had an opportunity for a long time to be consistent. So maybe romance in a younger, newer relationship is more based on the element of surprise and romance in a long-term relationship, maybe consistency and surprise have to be there in order for it to be. Yeah, I guess I would. Yes, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely hear where you're coming from, and I, in, in a sense, I definitely agree with it because I'm thinking like, you know, we've been married for we, we married forty years, fifty years. Like, what the fuck am I doing that you ain't seen before? Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm like, I've been surprised you for forty years, and you looking at me like. What's next? Yeah. Nigga, what? <laughs> I want you to jump out of a plane with clown shoes on with my name underneath of them with a banner attached to you that says, I love Sandra so much. And then once but I do that, what's next? Die? No, that's not a good surprise. Die and, my, and the last word has to be you? Your name? Sandra. Yeah, my, with my last breath? <laughs> no, that's too throwing up, throwing up the C's, Yo. throwing up a C. Uh, he, he dead. It's like no, he ain't say my last name, babe. No, that's very extreme. <laughs> but I, I agree with that. I mean, I think that there are. That's why I think consistency is equally as important. Because if you can decide on a romantic gesture, you know what I like. I, I past a certain point, you can decide on a romantic gesture that you can keep up consistently at a set pace, whatever that pace may be, whether it's weekly, monthly, quarterly, something like that. That helps you spread out the yeah, the, the thing and keep it day. going. And exactly, because if it's every day, then it's no longer. It has to be. It, it'll sporadic. fall into the consistency category, and it'll still be mm-hmm. romantic, but it won't have the same weight as a surprise. Mm-hmm. The surprise gets you the like, like the, a surprise is a grand romantic gesture. It always gets the the response. That's true. I mean, the that, every day, the consistent thing you love, you appreciate, but you don't cherish it in the same way that you, or you don't respond to it in the same way that you respond to the surprise. Yeah, I get that, and that's assuming, of course, that you're the type of person that enjoy that enjoys a surprise. I love a surprise. I know you do, but not everybody does. <laughs> you looked annoyed with the idea that I love a surprise. No, I, I, I looked annoyed like you were saying it, like I didn't know that. But no. I guess you were saying it for the people. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah, I love a surprise, y'all. Yeah, she do. I do. Ooh, a surprise. <laughs> All right. So, how are we? Uh, we got any more on the Abu's Boosh? It's a pretty long one, pretty big one. Yeah, that was pretty big. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're going to we're going to go ahead and 
transition to the next segment. Now, Brandon already got us started Excuse me, on the main plate for today. I did? Yes. How? Because we already started talking about romance. You started this there. Okay. Um, shout out to Rob for sending us this question. Yes. We Shout out Rob. Yeah, we appreciate you sending this in to us. Um, the question reads, what is romance and how do people express it? Is there a difference in how men Damn, and really women good. express it? Yeah. And do people value it differently between the sexes? Period. Uh, period. Uh. Sorry. Sorry. This man is addicted. I don't know. I'm not. It's just it might, it's, a ear, it's a earworm. Mm. But go ahead. But before we get started with the question, I did take uh, the action step of finding a quiz, like a romance quiz and assessment on psychology today. So if you're interested in taking it, I will post it. It's a hopeless romantic test. Has about 17 questions, took about 10 minutes to complete, and your test results will score you as a hopeless romantic on a scale of 0 to 100. Mm -hmm. I Link in the description. Yes. Got the score of 90. To the absolute surprise. You were surprised? Of no one. Oh. (laughs) In this room. I'm surprised it was... I thought it was going to be higher than that, but you it did. Be, yeah, I was like, as okay. you were reading the questions, did you think, "Oh yeah, Sandra's done these things"? Or this is how Sandra would respond. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, Sandra love all this shit." I do. Yeah, I just love feelings, and I love love. Yeah, and then I scored sixty six, which is which surprised me. I thought I was going to score. <laughs> I thought I was going to score <laughs> less than that. I thought I was going to be like. Actually, like I said, I, t- I told her uh, after we were done with the quiz, I was like, I, didn't, I actually didn't know how the results were going to come. Was it, was it going to come in, I don't know, some kind of title or some wild shit like that? I didn't know it was going to be out of 100. But if I knew it was out of 100, I would have probably said I was going to score somewhere in like the 40, 50 range. Because, you know, I, I have some romantic inclinations and things of that, things that nature, but, like, I'm not that pressed for... At least what I believe, like the, I guess I was going off of the definition of like romance of just like things that you do, like overt, like wow, like Valentine's days and, mm-hmm. and oh, it's your, it's girlfriend appreciation day. And it's also like the girl you having sex with appreciation day the next day after that. And then the day after that is like the girl that you kiss on Tuesday appreciation day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so I was like, I don't give a fuck about none of that. So I was saying like I'm probably gonna score pretty low, but surprise, surprise to me at least, I ca- I came out at a, I mean, 66, even though that's a that's a strong D, strong D. <laughs> it is. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Well, if you're listening, you can't see it, but yes. So. I was not surprised by my score either. I thought that it was pretty accurate. I think one of the things that they offer in the description of like, you know, the score and what's going to be important to you is that they do use generally um, accepted or kind of like publicized ideas as it relates to romance. So like 
They talk about hand holding, love and affection. They talk about walks and someone saying I love you. It talks about um, like traditional romantic protocol in the sense of like things that help keep the passion alive in your Where? relationship. What is that? This is in my description. Scroll up. Yeah, underneath those quotes. Oh, okay. Mm. So yeah, so they talk about all of those things And It talks about like If you're romantic Mm. or not There isn't any amount of Romantic gestures that will be enough To make your relationship Right Enough, right? Like being romantic isn't enough to have A strong relationship Because I've also been I don't know that I've been in a relationship But I definitely, as someone who That's not, it didn't I don't know if I've been in a relationship where romance has been the primary factor that in that relationship that kept the relationship going, but I have had people do romantic gestures for me in the mm-hmm. past, and because I like romance, I like the gesture, but it doesn't make me like the person. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, because I, I enjoy getting dressed up and going out for a nice dinner. Right. I enjoy flowers, and I enjoy surprises. Having that be, receiving those things from someone, it's like, oh, that's nice. But if I don't like the person, it's not going to draw me any closer to that person. That, that, I'm sorry. That's I'm sorry. It, it's I chuckle because it, it. That is literally the reasoning that women use for like, yeah, like he flew me out, but like, and I and I went because I like flights and I like going to like Turks and Caicos, <laughs> but like, I, I don't, I don't fuck with him like that. So I was like, I get it. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I hear that. I'm not. This is not a negative, like uh, indictment on you. I'm just. I just found it humorous. It's like, oh, so that's what that. That's what it sounds like. Um, that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. On the other side. I mean, yeah. I, I think just to go on a little tangent to that. Sometimes people do things for you that they want to do for you to win favor mm-hmm. with you. Factual. You're being romantic the same way that you're like, oh, men learn that this is the, the, the price of entry. This is something that I have to do in order to get something from a woman. And women are dumb. Like, I can tell that you are doing this because you think that this is the price that you have to pay. I'll let you pay the price. You ain't going to get nothing from this, but you can pay. I mean, if you want to pay the price, go ahead, pay the price. I may be, because you pay the price, I may be more willing to look at you and consider you as a candidate. Mm-hmm. But... Just because you pay the price doesn't guarantee you anything. You can just you can pay the price and literally that same day talk yourself out of it. Yeah, that's true. Now I, I agree with you. And there's no refund for what the price that you paid because you already paid it. That's fact. Yeah, that's why you only buy one way tickets. But uh, I agree with you. Uh, like there's definitely people like who will do romantic gestures from like a selfish perspective. Like I'm doing this because I want this thing from you. Like a quid pro quo type of situation, mm-hmm. and I get that. I get like, and I know women aren't stupid and stuff like that. And they, you know, if they 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 either take it or they'll be like, "Nah, I see through you." But there's also the, the story of like a man honestly like trying to do this, like because he cares and wants to make something out of it, even though she don't really fuck with you like that, and you can get taken advantage of in that situation. It's like this was a, a legitimate romantic gesture that I'm doing. For you And then You don't fuck with him like that So But I like what you did So I'm gonna go ahead and take that 
And so I'm so I'm not I'm not saying that like he deserves anything in any way. It's still the same situation. Like it doesn't mean that just because you did this thing and you really care that you know you you you're owed anything in return. But I'm just trying to say like it's not always a man trying to like finesse over you. Of course not. Mm-hmm. But you're like we've talked about before when we're talking in generals. Mm-hmm. I think the. Yeah. In general, oh, it is more someone I, paying the price to get something in return. Yeah, I agree with it's that. It's not there are less men who are like, I did that because I really care about you, Shawty. <laughs> yeah, like, that's real. I yeah. fought with you for real. You know what I'm saying? I fought with you. You feel me? I, feel, I just really fought with you. You make me feel like, well, yeah, I agree with that. No. I, 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 I can give you that. I, yeah. No, I give you that. I give you that. Yeah. So I, that's why I'm saying that. that well, I'm not giving would, it to you. I'm acknowledging that you are correct. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm. So yeah, I think that there is a space where there are romantic gestures that are offered that aren't enough to keep people interested and involved. And for someone who has a higher romance index, if and maybe I don't know if this is true, but like maybe because I do have a higher romance index, I attract people who also are like willing to do those gestures. I don't know if if there's any correlation between those two things, you get you attract what you give. Like yeah. you, you, whatever you put out, usually what you what you what you get back. And you are a romantic person, and people who are receptive to that will gravitate to it. Of course, there can be some you know fuckery involved. Who's going to try to take advantage? But I, I, I think you're, of course, you are because you know you waited through and found me. I'm not saying I made it. So I'm saying, like, when you put out that you 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 attract Robert. both good you put, you attract both good and bad, and it's kind of up to of you course. to be able to like have discernment. So mm-hmm. yeah, I do agree with what you're saying. Like, I think because you put out this energy, you will receive the the energy back of like people who are who are both receptive and willing to return it at least on some level that is satisfactory to you. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what I have to say about mine. What do you have to say about yours? Uh, for me, I guess uh, it kind of it, it kind of highlights my I guess shifting beliefs on romance. And it's, so it, for me, it says that I am a a bit of a, a hopeless romantic. Um, a smidge, a smidge. You know, this is scotch. Just a little bit. And but it but it also indicates like yo like Hollywood Hollywood has like. Uh, made romance look like kind of like dinners at fancy bougie re- restaurants and overt large like candlelight candlelit dinners and rose petals here and and like the horse drawn carriage through the parks and like big overt things. It was like yeah, that's cool, and I could be a part of it. But like romance is also the small things, things that don't even cost money. You know, so it mm-hmm. just costs maybe a little bit of time, a little bit of consideration, a little bit of thought. And that kind of highlights, uh, it kind of pointed out to me, it's, like, hey, it's important that you could, that while it's cool that you are willing and able to do these big things, like, don't concentrate too much on that. Look at more of the of the smaller, I mean, not, I don't want to say smaller, but perhaps less overt, less, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I can't think of the, the actual terminology, but just like. Grandiose. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, less grandiose. Things because it's usually the smaller, smaller, less grandiose things that has the larger impact on like the memory and stuff like that. So like we people people will celebrate. Oh, he flew her out. That's awesome. It's cool. I you know cool. But 
you hear a story about a man who's been who's been rubbing oil and his green scouts for half a century for half a century, and you like, God damn, that's a, that's the story you tell. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why I said consistency definitely has a place in romance. Like if you can consistently do something over a long period of time, that is equally as valuable, if not more valuable, than the surprise element because some of us can't remember shit. Yeah, that's me. I, I I take that, no problem. So So for you to be able to remember to do something consistently for a long period of time and to be able to continue to show up for a long period of time in a specific way is a romantic gesture. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah. And also I guess in addition to the I guess the difference between the grandiose and I guess the less less grandiose I think the grandiose thing, the grandiose stuff, I guess I feel like can be looked at it in the sense of like you the only reason that this is as like large and awesome as it is is because like you expended like money as opposed mm-hmm. to time um and money is like okay, if you have a lot of money like this is this is easy like this is nothing you had to, you just had to do 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 make a quick call and and set it up and it looked like and it looked like you did like but nigga you all these things are doing yeah. a job right now, but like you show up and you and you you know rubbing oil in your girl's scalp or you you like make you actually make a dinner at home like you had to do that you had to go to the store mm-hmm. and you had to buy the ingredients and you had to like take time off of work or whatever it may be and keep the surprise factor and, and set it up to set the atmosphere up so to surprise your girl to get there you had to do all that shit so it's like a, it's more of a time and effort expenditure as opposed to a money expenditure. Yeah, I think that's very true. And I think that that it's all relative to your partner. I think that that's the other part that I was using in my definition for romance is like exclusive to that person and what would feel most romantic to them. So for someone like me, a grandiose thing is cool, Mm -hmm. but I like the little details. Like when we, so Brandon took me on a trip for my birthday and on the trip, I didn't know where we were going. Nice element of surprise. We had a long ride from the airport to the hotel. Yeah, that was negative points. Negative points. But when we got to the hotel room, the door had a little happy birthday banner. And I was so excited about that little banner. Small. A small detail. But mm-hmm. I was like, this is so cute. Mm-hmm. They know it's my birthday. Mm-hmm. We had a little champagne. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? But the champagne was like mid. So yeah, it's like weirdly like chocolatey it sweet. Was. It, it was like, very ah. sweet. But, you know, it's a thought. Mm-hmm. So I think for me as a man, I it took me it took me a long time to believe that you don't care too much about like the grandiose stuff and more and the stuff that like I think I don't I, I I'm not going to put this on like all men or most men, but even though I kind of believe that to be true, but for me personally, I found it hard to believe that you, like you don't want to be flown out, you don't want. To do these large, like go to the go to the restaurant and have everybody just turn up singing for you and rose petals and like you don't want that like that's not important to you like mm, I find that hard to believe like ain't no way that like oh no I I, I no don't do these large things that, that show your love for me in front in front of the public now I don't give a fuck about that I care about the the small banner on the door like I I know you care about the small banner but I also think think you also care about the large things too. But it's taken me a long time to recognize that, like the grandiose things are cool, but it don't hit the same as like the small, thoughtful stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I think for me in particular, the reason that the grandiose things don't mean anything or don't mean as much is because the grandiose things are for other people. 
they're they garner the reaction and the attention of other people. So everybody in the restaurant singing for me is then you know what I'm saying? Like all of that energy is me receiving that energy from other people. I care about the energy that's coming from you. Mm. And that's why the smaller things mean something. It's like you thought about me and did, took this action to make sure that I felt cared for. There's a note here with your handwriting on it. This didn't come from anyone else. This wasn't for anyone else. This was specific for me. And that's why I feel like they matter more because they are reflective of more kind of intimate thought and detail. I don't write handwriting, handwritten notes. That's, why are you lying? Like, you really no, excuse me. Excuse, allow me to finish what I'm saying before you jump out of the I <laughs> I don't write handwritten notes on a regular basis. The fact that I do for you. Uh, yes, the cards are so good. Every time I get a card, I get so happy. I know. And, 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 it's, and it's like for me, I give no fucks about cards. It's like I feel I feels, it feels like it's a like what what I'm supposed to do with this card. I read it one time and now I have this card that's taking up space somewhere. Can I throw it away? Is that disrespectful? Like how long is it okay for me to k- keep that card? Do I have to keep that card before I before I let it go? You feel me? So I was like, what well, I'm okay. This is from you. And we so I get so I say that all I have to say is I found a solution for receiving cards from your significant other. As long as you're still with them, you keep the card. If y'all break up, you can throw that bitch away. That's the last thing that you have to say. It's not the last thing I say. I had the last thing I say about the cards, about the card situation, mm-hmm. and also I, I, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of cards if we uh forty seven years later, and all of them are just as special as the first one. I feel like you're gonna run out of words at some point. You didn't say it all, but you didn't, like that's the beauty of it. year for year forty seven. Girl, I still love you. I still think that la da 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 about you. I still think you fine. I still like I, I I enjoy the time and the peace and the things that you do and make me feel like how many times, how many ways can you say that realistically? You can say it until you're blue in the face. I will never get tired of hearing it. Fair, fair, fair. So it's about how they how they feel, not how you feel. In that sense. Do you have any ideas about the difference between how men and women express romance? Yeah, I think men generally express their feelings through action in the sense of like they will they 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 will express action through what they value. Mm-hmm. So for for example, for a man, they value what they can like their ability to do something and or provide so like society looks at men as protective provider so so like me expending my resources on you to the man can be like i'm doing something special because i don't have to do this like i can spend this on me like i got shit i want to get too but i care about you so i'm going to go ahead and like use my resources to forget something for you so i think that's why and also that's what we that's what we see you see on tv like men buy a bunch of not you can't just buy a bouquet of roses. You got to buy, you got to fill up the room with, with roses. You can't just go, you know, to the to the trip of the beach. You got to go to the beach across on the other side of the world, you know. So you got to, you know, so it it feels like a lot of it is like you gotta you gotta spend in order to show that you care that it's real. Mm. Because otherwise, what's a regular? What's a trip to the beach that's down the street? That's every day. That's not special. I mean, I'm not, and I'm not saying that's a. 
necessarily right or wrong, but I'm just saying I think that's what men like think. And I, I think that this is it is again something that we have to do like for women. Like it, we are not we in our mind we're not going to get what we want back. You know what I mean? Like something that we, that's going to make us feel like, oh, this is like romantic. Like they're going to do something, but it's going to do something. It's going to be something that they think is is romantic. Well, but that's the question then. What do you think in general most men think is a romantic gesture? If a woman is like, I really want to do something romantic for him. How does a woman express? And, 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 and while keeping it like like simple, enjoy some silence with him. Shut up. Watch a uh, watch a, a, a TV quiet. show or a movie that that he he enjoys. Do an activity that he really fucks with that you don't like. My man like watching anime. A like introduce him to some new anime that you with the with the understanding that you you know what type of anime he likes and do that. So I know you like fighting anime. Hey, I found out about this new this new thing, this new anime that that, that came out has a couple episodes. Let's watch it together. Oh shit! I didn't know about that. Oh, you found it. So it's it's really just understanding what your man likes and doing what he likes, mm-hmm. not what you think, he, what you what you will want to do with him. What you will want to do with him is different from what he likes. Yes, I mean it, it could it could align if mm-hmm. if you if you're so lucky in your relationships like that. Uh, but yeah, you do do what he wants, do what he likes to do. Yeah, cause like it's so many days out here that just keep it a stack. Here it's for women. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day for women. The women get the Valentine's Day. They get they get the birthday. They got anniversary. Now now you know what like I'm saying. I was kind of hee hee high, but low key for real. There's like new days out here that's being invented. That's like yeah, girlfriend day, you know, like domestic partner day, like woman that you love, the woman that you have sex with day. Like it's. It, Mm-hmm. It's not too many days that men get, and even for the days that they do get, it's not. No one gives a fuck. Mm-hmm. Can't even get Father's Day, but that, you know we're not even gonna talk about that. You get so that's fa- that, that's a that's a whole separate conversation. It is. You get Father's Day if you're a real dad. According to whom? According to the mother of your children and your children. Mm-hmm. And nigga, I made you a dad. Technically, I made me a dad too. Well, then celebrate yourself. Can we keep that same energy on Mother's Day? I, nigga, I made you a mama. Okay, so so celebrate a, yourself. <laughs> if I'm a good mom, according, children, according to me, yes, according to you and to my children. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that don't fly. Ain't that doesn't that doesn't fly? If I'm a good mom, according to. To the father of my children and my children, I should be celebrated. Well, I agree and with if, you. If the dad is a good dad, according to me and to the children, mm-hmm. who else matters? Who else gets a vote of a uh, vote about whether or not you should be celebrated? I mean, that's a good point. I mean, what I'm saying is, what you're saying makes sense, uh-huh. but I'm, what I'm saying is, what you're saying isn't reality. Uh-huh. Like what you're saying is, is like makes sense and it's how it should be. What I was saying is, that's not how it goes. Do, you know, fathers don't get shit. They get a tie. You know what I'm saying? You get, they get like a... Well, I get commer- what you're you know saying. saying? They, they get something, but what they get is not representative of what they will yeah, want. There is not, yeah, it's not representative of what, what they want. And the importance that is, that is placed on it indicate messages to the to the young boy and the man that 
it do, it's not really a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's like it's Father's Day. Okay, cool. But but Mother's Day, we we getting we getting ads on that shit as soon as that whatever whatever major holiday happens before Mother's Day, as soon as that day is over, we we, we talking about Mother's Day. It's Easter right before, and then it's Mother's Day. It's like for the, for, for two months after that, two three months after that, Father's Day. It's a couple months after that. You don't hear shit about it until the weekend before, and it's in the smaller ads. Father's Day, I guess. We don't even get no sales. So. Is, is it any wonder that men grew up not really giving a fuck about this romance shit? Mm. That's a good point, babe. That if there isn't any space where we see men be the receivers of romance or have uh, like romanticized relationships or receive romantic or special treatment, there's no wonder that like men don't value it because it feels like, like you said, like a fee that they're paying for paying two women for some type of return service. That makes sense. That's fair. We're going to change that. Whenever whenever Brandon makes me a mom, his Father's Day is lit. We're going up every year for you. We'll yeah. all be quiet. We're going to leave yeah, the I, house. I need it to be up and it's stuck. <laughs> for Father's Day, you get to pretend you're not a dad anymore. We're all going to leave. I can be, I can be quiet. I, I feel like, yeah. Woo. Girl, don't say it. You might get assassinated by the by the female coalition. You don't, what? I, I I yeah. I'm not I'm not a father yet. And you were sending a knock on wood. I saw you look for wood I, to knock on. Yet and and to my knowledge. So I feel like the, the subcategory of Father's Day could low key probably be fuck them kids. Like I need my my Father's Day a purpose of Father's Day I don't know I'm I'm talking now because I don't know what is what I'm really gonna feel when I have kids and stuff like that but I feel like as a father I'm probably gonna be like I just want some peace and quiet I just I just want to I want a day off when I ain't got it I'm not nobody father I don't have I'm not nobody husband I'm not nobody boyfriend I'm not I'm I'm me I can just like I can sit here and like read my stories I can like do what I want to do in peace and solitude without no expectation of you having to do nothing. Why are you not nobody's husband? Because being a husband comes with duties and responsibilities. I don't want that for this day. It's my day. <laughs> I want that day off <laughs> from all of it. Yeah, PTO. Yeah, when you go off on, when you go on vacation from your job, don't you get mad when your job call you? How dare they? They must be outside. But what I'm not going to be doing is accepting <laughs> no calls on my day off. I, I will return on Monday of whatever day I'm coming back on. Okay. Don't call me before. Don't call me during. I see you when I get back. Okay. The house is on fire. Call nine one one. Don't call me. <laughs> Dang, it's like that. I mean, that's why I feel now. You know, sans fatherness. But wow, that's we'll, we'll see. Come, crazy. come, come, holler at me in a, a handful of years, and I'll see how I'm feeling. I might fuck around and be like, I want the whole week. Now how you know how women be celebrating their birthday for like no nah, the whole week my for the whole month it's my you know it's my birthday month it's this is father's <laughs> month yeah. this is father's month a good dad don't take that many days off see 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 how they do you see already already a good dad can take a day off but nah, fatherhood see, you, is a full time job you don't get to define fathers no okay parenthood is a full time job 
and parenthood yeah. is the worst hood, but we're gonna be in it listen, together. I, listen, I don't need you injecting facts into my fantasy. Okay, like yeah, parenthood is a full time job. Yeah, 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 yeah. But let me live <laughs> in my fantasy right here. Dang, I can't okay. even have a fantasy. Dang, I, I gave you the day, but you started pushing it. You give them an inch, they take them out. Who that sound like? I don't know. I've mm. never heard anyone sound like that before. All right, so let's get into. You got any more we want to? Did we want to get into on this part? Uh, did I ask you? Did we ask you? Did you get, did you get into uh, what? No, I think we already talked about like romance for you and yeah, and for women. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's pretty much well understood. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, the only thing that I would say is, do we have any tips for keeping romance alive or helping build a foundation for some romance and relationships? Be intentional People say that all the time What does that mean? Like Be intentional In the sense of like Consciously Mm -hmm. And on purpose Do things Excuse me With the intent of like Pleasing your partner Like you know You know your partner likes When you do X, Y, and Z Or when X, Y, and Z happens Or something like that Or Or you know like Here's a good one. <laughs> it's kind of funny. In general, in general, women are very neurotic. They always busy. They always feel like they have to be busy. You got to be doing something. Da 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 da. Do something like you know. Like you, you at this point, I'm assuming you, if you're in a relationship and you've been together for a, for a little bit amount of time, you kind of get a good idea of like what their routine is, things that they gen- they generally do. If you want to, if you want to do something romantic, like find something that they 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 do and like in general and like. Cut a step out for them. Cut a mm. step step out of that process for them. Like, do it for them. Yeah. Like, order my groceries for me. You know I got to order these groceries. I have to eat. You have to eat. We have to eat, potentially. Or if we don't live together, you know that I have to eat. Ask me, like, oh, what, what you meal prepping this week? And then order half the ingredients or order some of the ingredients. Get them delivered to me. That's a romantic gesture if I've ever seen one. That could be. That could be, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think it just be like I said, be like intentional. Like, if you have to, put that bitch in your phone and like, or like a reminder on like a mm-hmm. every insert, you know, a pr- appropriate amount of time that feels comfortable for you. Like reminder to do something for name of partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, reminders to do something romantic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that's how you gotta remember to do it, that's like. As long as it gets done and it's you know coming from the right place, you feel me? Like because you actually you, like you want to do it, do it. Yeah, I agree with that. Another tip that I would offer, in addition to being intentional, would be to know what your partner considers to be romantic. Yeah, that's a good point. Can't do like can't you do can't do that. things that aren't going to fill the romance bucket that's because real. it's going to feel like a waste for you mm. and it's going to feel not fulfilling for them. And it's hard when someone does something like when they're doing something from the right place, you know they're trying to do something right and then communicate with them effectively that like I don't like this. Right. Yeah, um, can, can be, be a little one. challenge. Yeah, it can be a little challenging and nobody wants to have that conversation after you've done something nice for them. They want it to be like a celebratory moment. And so think about what your partner actually finds romantic and make sure that you're doing those things as opposed to just doing the things that you think are romantic in general. I agree with that. So do her step first and then do mine. Once you have the information, 
you know what I'm saying? I'm the implementation. I'm the information. Yeah. Ooh. Bang. <laughs> I think those are the, the most important t- tips. Yeah. Ready for final food for thought. All right, yeah, I'm with it. Um, final food for thought. What... Yeah, what what's your what's your romantic uh like are you a romantic person? Like what is your romantic tolerance or preference, I guess it would be the question. Um if you don't know it, I encourage you to to find that out because you gotta be able to adequately communicate that and be able to determine if any potential partners are going to be able to meet that need of yours, mm-hmm. vice versa. So uh so what you know, what's your What's your ceiling? What's your floor on romance and as well as like what romance means to you? Like what does that look like for you? Do the work. My final food for thoughts is that romance has a place in every relationship, but the importance that you place on it is highly individual and specific. And so I think to bring this point, you need to know what you are asking before you walk into it and make sure that what you're asking is authentically a need for you and not like externally prescribed right. definitions of ro- romance that don't actually work for you. That's true. Like I, it, you know, cause I've heard, I've heard and seen that, you know, what they want in like, in terms of romance is generally just a lot of uh, societal affirmating, affirmating type, you know, actions like you gotta, you gotta change your Facebook status to show that you're in a relationship. You gotta do X, Y, and Z, even though you don't fuck with Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying no, you gotta go performative. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah, performative yeah. things, things of that nature. So, yeah, figure out to your point if this is something that you authentically want for you and, and what you need so you can feel how you, however you, you need to feel, or is this something that you feel like you need to do in order to show every, show the world that you're taken or that, you know, your, your man or your woman is like doing these things kind of, are you flexing right now mm-hmm. or do you really give a shit about this? Yeah. So, yeah. All, right. all right. Well, we appreciate y'all for listening, learning and laughing with us. We are dropping every Monday on all the audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, mm-hmm. and YouTube's on Wednesday. So if you are seeing us, yeah. hello. Make sure that you subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell mm-hmm. a friend to tell a friend. And we are still pushing for um, a certain amount of subscribers as well as ratings and comments. Trying to get that, yes. to get that hundo. Ratings and comments on Apple Podcasts So please if you do Leave a comment or rate and subscribe We would be happy to Give you a little shout out here And then if you have a question for us Be sure to email us You can also send us a a DM at the buffet pod And the email is the buffet pod At gmail.com Yeah hit us up Let us know what it is or Or maybe what it ain't You know tell me what what your experiences have been In the relationship Are you in a relationship let us know how's it been. You look. Are you trying to go into a relationship? You trying? You looking for one? What are you looking for? Tell me the things that you care about. Mm-hmm. Let's and let's talk about it. Yeah. All right, y'all. So once again, appreciate y'all tuning in for another episode of the Buffet Podcast with the beautiful Siandra and I, the handsome Brandon. <laughs> so tune we'll see in. y'all next week. Yeah. Till next time, holla at us. Come Bye. and eat. Peace.